Hi, and welcome to That's Ruddy Mysterious, a podcast of short tales about true mysteries. What happened to the Flannan Isles Lightkeepers? Who was responsible for the Gardner Museum heist? I'm not going to solve those mysteries, but they'll be interesting to learn about. I'm your host, Kelly with an I. Transcripts for all episodes can be found at thatsruddymysterious.wordpress.com. No apostrophe and no exclamation point. Today's tale is about the Copper Scroll. Between the years 1947 and 1952, on the shores of the Dead Sea near Kirbet Qumran, Bedouins found 11 caves that harbored parchment scrolls today known as the Dead Sea Scrolls. The Dead Sea Scrolls are religious texts shrouded in their own mysteries, but what a French archaeologist by the name of Henri de Contenson found in Cave 3 on March 14, 1952, would fascinate the religious and non-religious alike. De Contenson was the research director at the National Center for Scientific Research in France. He was leading a dig team in Cave 3 when they stumbled upon a scroll made of copper. It broke into two pieces when it was first discovered, but the total length of the scroll measures 7 feet 10 and a half inches. It's one foot in width and is one millimeter thick. When it was found, the copper scroll was fused together due to the oxidation of the metal. It couldn't be unrolled and no one dare try for fear of destroying the manuscript. Finally, it was suggested by John Marco Allegro, a Dead Sea Scrolls scholar, that England's Manchester University College of Technology might just have the technology required to unravel the scroll. The Jordan government sent the scroll to them, and between 1955 and 1956, people at the university worked to carefully cut the copper scroll into 23 U-shaped strips. Finally, this intriguing part of the Dead Sea Scrolls could be read. But what did it say? It's difficult to know for sure. The text was written in ancient Hebrew with the handwriting dating to the first century CE, and most of our references to that language surviving today are religious texts. In addition to the ancient Hebrew, many of the passages end with Greek letters, which some believe is a kind of code, although no one knows what it means. Unlike the rest of the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Copper Scroll has little to do with religion. The Dead Sea Scrolls are considered to be some of the oldest surviving complete manuscripts that were later used in the Bible. The Copper Scrolls, however, contain no such religious background. Instead, they seem to be more of a treasure map to untold wealth. The scroll discusses large amounts of gold, silver, coins, and vessels. In 1960, it was estimated the treasure would be worth about 1 million U.S. dollars. In the late 1990s, however, it was determined the original estimates were much too high. The scroll was written almost as a letter instructing you to do things. It references 64 different locations in Palestine, Jerusalem, Qumran, and Jericho, with treasures to be found at 63 of them. The locations were written in an organized fashion. They were listed with the general location first, then a more specific location, often including a distance from some landmark at which to dig, and then listed what would be found at each location. The opening lines of the scroll read, In the small ruin in the Valley of Acor, under the steps which go eastward 40 cubits, a box of silver in total a weight of 17 talents, K-E-N. In the tomb in the third layer of stones, 100 gold bars. In the great cistern, which is in the courtyard of the peristyle at the side of its floor, sealed in the wall opposite the upper opening, 900 talents. 
I, 1 through 8. The 64th location was not a treasure of gold or silver. Instead, it was said to be the location of a second, similar scroll, which would provide more insight. The copper scroll says of that scroll, In the pit, which is situated to the north of Colet, its opening to the north, with tombs at its opening, a duplicate of this document, with its explanation and their measurements, and in the inventory of everything item by item. XII 10 through 13. Kola is mentioned several times in the scroll, but no one knows where it is. Some believe it was a hill or a mount. Because no one knows where Kola was, the second scroll has never been found. It's believed that the other treasures haven't been found either because many of the locations described in the scroll were not permanent long-term locations. For example, locations in the scroll have been described as in the gutter which is in the bottom of the rainwater tank, in the second enclosure in the underground passage that looks east, and in the water conduit of something, the northern reservoir. Some of these locations seem to be places that someone would need specific knowledge in order to find. Many think that one treasure has been found. The Cave of Letters was first explored by the Bedouin between 1953 and 1955, and inside were archaeological finds dating back to the 4th millennium BCE through the 2nd century CE. Included in the found objects was a cache of coins. Because our only reference for this written language is religious texts, and the Copper Scroll is decidedly not religious, it has never been fully translated. John Marco Allegro was the first to transcribe the contents of the scroll. He was working for the Catholic Church, though, and officials refused to allow him to release his findings. Church officials said that they were trying to preserve the land. Critics of the church, however, claimed the church was hiding the text because they didn't believe that the people that wrote the text would have had any treasures. In 1960, Allegro went against the wishes of the church and published his translation in a book. Robert Feather from the Institute of Metallurgists got a chance to begin studying the Copper Scroll in the late 1990s. He believes the scroll has been misunderstood. He points to the upside-down U used to signify the number 10 in the scroll and says it was actually written by the Egyptians. He also says the measures are much more realistic if they're Egyptian measures. He says that the original treasure estimates of 1 million U.S. dollars would have accounted for more gold and silver than had been mined in the entire world at that point in time. He says the weights are actually in grams, not kilograms. Father says the weights of some of the treasures listed perfectly match the weights of treasure owned by Pharaoh Akhenaten and Queen Nefertiti. Some of this treasure currently sits in the Royal Museum of Scotland in Edinburgh, so maybe it has been found. Finally, Feather says the 14 Greek letters that can be found on the scroll spell out Pharaoh Akhenaten's name, which is proof the scroll was Egyptian. Some believe that the treasure is just a work of fiction. Others think that the scroll was written by Josephus and describes where the Essenes hid their treasures when forced to give them up in order to join the community. Still others believe the scroll refers to a temple in Jerusalem where people hid their possessions during the first Jewish revolt against the Romans in 70 CE. Some say the treasure is part real and part fiction. Where did the Copper Scroll come from? Who wrote it? If the treasures are real, why hasn't anyone found them yet? What do you think? If you're listening on Spotify, scroll down and let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to today's episode of That's Ruddy Mysterious. 
I'm your host, Kelly with an I. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review and follow That's Ready Mysterious to be updated about new episodes. Tune in next Tuesday for another thought-provoking tale.